Thessalonians. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. The church in the city is a church in the marketplace. It's you and I. But in this season, we need city elders. We have too many church elders that are irrelevant in the marketplace. They are mediocres hiding within the church to have easy means of livelihood. They cannot survive outside. Give me Titus chapter number one. Titus one, I'll begin from verse one. church in the city. Paul, a bond servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth which accords with godliness, in hope of eternal life with God who cannot lie promise when? So, believe me, things that were given to us before time began cannot be frustrated in time. But as in due time manifested his world through preaching, which was committed to me according to the commandment of God our Savior, to Titus, a true son in our common faith. Why put a true son? Because they are four sons. They are false brethren. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ our Savior. For this reason, I left you where? I left you where? I left you in church. As a whole city. I left you in Crete that you should set in order the things that are lacking and appoint elders in every city as I commanded you. Who are city elders? City elders are church elders who operate in the city. They have capacity for both. To borrow the, the, the name of the outfit of I.D. Enang, city elders are corporate shepherds who are not only mentoring saints of God, but they are also positioning them in the marketplace upon all the mountains of endeavor. I want to concentrate on this, but let me jump to the third Please, so that I can come back and finish this. Okay? We'll function or we'll operate as church in the, in the community. Oh, I've not defined community. Should I do that? Okay, let's see community. 
This is Webster Dictionary's definition. It's not my own, but we can learn from it. Definition. Webster defines community as a body of people living near one another and in social relationship. A body of people living near one another and in social relationship. For example, a village community. Community is also defined as a body of people with a faith, profession, or way of life in common. A body of people with a faith, profession, or way of life in common. The church in the city or river is a marketplace ministry championed by our seven mountain dwellers and operatives. This is the operational base of city elders who are proven marketplace saints and ministers. Isaiah 52 7. Isaiah 52 7. Isaiah chapter 52, verse number 7. How beautiful upon where? Upon the mountains at the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, and who brings glad tidings of good things. See, is this scripture saying anyone who is going to preach the gospel must go and preach it on mountaintop? No. How beautiful are the feet of those who can operate in the marketplace. With dignity and without compromising their values. A guy, chapter one. <laughs> A guy, chapter one. Verse number eight. A guy, chapter one, verse number eight. Go up where? I can hear you. Go up to the mountains and bring. And build the temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified, says the Lord. Go up where? And bring? Does that make sense to you? So Nehemiah they said this cannot work. Not me. It was he said who said so. So they said so. They go up to the mountains and bring wood. So he said it's impossible. Or he didn't say so. Asikola yeda kokomola. Aimasikolonda muweda. Lori akpata ti jesu inimowa. Ogwa ye kokole bamile rumo. Emichi so ipe tolua lasha. Kori koki hu lori akpata. Lola Olua Koshawa Deleo. Karere Ajaja Kakere Oko Deleo. Sonny knew by inspiration that bringing wood from the mountain is a marketplace. Let's go to the mountain where wood is growing. It's a marketplace. And if you doubt that, I can take you to different scriptures to show you that the mountain top is a marketplace. And that's why we need super city elders who know how to operate there. Or else, Shege, Shege, 
See, let her, we'll finish service like this. You go and, and love you. Bros, Bashima, Delia, Because you don't know how to climb the mountains. Go up to the mountains and bring wood so that my house may be built. And let's see, let's see some scripture. <laughs> uh, look. Latin assembly, you are going to acquire skill, you are going to be trained, you are going to be released, you are going to operate upon the mountains, uh, you are going to, I will see you at the top, in the name of Jesus Christ. I challenge you all the time, I tell you those things, because I know they are possible, they are available. God specializes in taking people from obscurity into prominence. Let's compare scripture with scripture because of time. When the city elders are in full operation, eight major things will happen. I'll come to the third operation when we are closing. We'll also operate as church in the cloud. Church in the community. Church in the city. Church in the cloud. We are going to bombard the whole planet with the message of the cross. Why? Because the whole world is our parish. We are going to be global. We are going to be local at the same time. We'll be the citadel, global community church. Why? The whole world is a global village. When city elders are in full operation, eight major things will happen. Number one... The pigs on the mountain will be sent packing. All the pigs on the mountain, dirty, stinking pigs, corrupt and perverse men, otherwise known as corporate cowboys, heartless, profiteers. Luke chapter 8. Verse 26 to 34. Luke 8, 26 to 34. Then they sailed to the country of the Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee. And when he stepped out on the land, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time. And he wore no clothes. I told you there are three types of mad people. <laughs> this is the one. You understand? And he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house, but in the tombs. You think he's communing with the dead? No! All dead issues. Majors in stinking, dirty, old dead issues. Let's go on. When he saw Jesus, he cried out, fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, do not torment me. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For it had often seized him. He was kept under guard, bound with chains and shackles. And he broke the bonds and was driven by the demons into the wilderness. Jesus asked him, saying, what is your name? And he said, Legion, because many demons had entered him. And they begged him. That will not command them to go out into the abyss. 
Now what happened? A herd of many swine was feeding where? There on the mountain. That's the mountain of economy with swine. That's business swine. On the mountain of economy. So they begged him that he would permit them to enter them. And he permitted them. What followed? Crash in the stock market. That's what followed. You can see it. Then the demons went out of the man and entered the swine. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the lake and drowned. If you don't bind the princes and deal with them head on and send the swines packing from the mountain of economy, you remain hungry. Stand to your feet. On the mountain of economy in this city, and the mountain of economy in this region, politicians who are locking away the resources of the people, they are swine on the mountain of politics, swine on the mountains of economy. Time has come to drive them away from the mountain. It takes city elders to do that. In the name of Jesus, we send the swines packing today. We send them packing. By the time the election is over, the swines will be out of business on the mountain of economy, on the mountain of politics in the name of Jesus. Many of them will end up in shackles and in chains. In the mighty name of Jesus, pray. Somebody pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, let those who work hard receive the benefits of their labor so that the swines will not eat what belongs to everybody. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name. Verse 34. Verse 34. When those who fed them saw what happened, they fled and told it in the city and in the country. The pigs on the mountains will be sent packing when elders are operating in the marketplace. Take your seat. Number two. When the pigs on the mountain are sent packing, then we can access the mountain resources Needed to build God's house. Go up to the mountains, he said, and bring wood. When the peaks on the mountain are sent packing, then God's people can access the mountain resources needed to build God's house. Look at Ezra chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. I want to locate that mountain as a marketplace. Ezra chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. And when the seventh month had come, the children of Israel were in the cities. The people gathered together as one man to Jerusalem. Then Jeshua, the son of Josadak, and his brethren, the priests, and Zerubbabel, the son of Sheltiel, and his brethren, arose and built the altar of the God of Israel to offer burnt offerings on it. As it is written, the law of Moses, the man of God. Verse 3, watch this. Though fear had come upon them because of the people of those countries, they set the altar on its basis and they offered burnt offerings on it to the Lord, both the morning and evening offerings. Verse 7. Verse 7. Verse number 7. They also gave money to who? Oh, please. Go to the mountain and bring me wood. They also gave money to the Masons and the carpenters and food, drink, 
and oil to the people of where? Sidon and Tyre to bring what? Cedar logs from Lebanon to the sea to Joppa according to the permission. What is the name of Sidon and, 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 uh, and Tyre doing there? Sidon and Tyre is the capital marketplace of the world. Isaiah 23, verse 1 to 3. When you see Tyre and Sidon is the marketplace of the world, except you clean up the pigs, you cannot access the resources in the marketplace. The burden against Tyre will you ships of Tashish, for it is laid waste, so that there is no house, no harbor from the land of Cyprus, it is revealed to them. Verse 2. Be still, you inhabitants of the coastland, you merchants of Sidon, whom those who cross... The sea of field. Verse 3. And on great waters, the grain of shell, the harvest of the river is a revenue. And she is a marketplace for the nations. Do you know the imposter on this mountain is called the king of Tyre? His name is Satan. Business in this world is demon driven. You hardly find righteous men, faithful men. Because if they don't compromise, they will not go far. And the reason for their compromise is all kind of demonic, demonic collusions in the marketplace. Mean-hearted people. The king of Tyre is Satan himself. Tyre and Sidon is a marketplace for the nations of the earth. Until the church enters the place. Evil men from the marketplace will torment the church. Number three. Satan, the imposter king of the mountain, will be deposed from Tyre and Sidon. Is operational headquarter base so that God's people can be blessed. Ezekiel 28, you have to study that yourself. Ezekiel 28, 11 to 19. Ezekiel 28, 11 to 19. Then 20 to 24 and 25 and 26. Until the king of the mountain is deposed. Another king take over the mountain. God's people cannot be blessed as they should be. Although the profit of the land is for all. When the elders begin to operate effectively in the marketplace, the sick in the marketplaces will be healed. There are too many sick people in the marketplace. Hypertension is killing them. Hypertension is driving them crazy. Doctor, I'm not trying to spoil your business. Because they will have to come to you with hyper and hypo. Diabetics is killing them. Many sick people in the marketplace. Many frustrated Christians in the marketplace. They need to be healed. Mark chapter 6 verse 53 to 56. Mark 6, 53 to 56. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Genezareth and anchored there. And when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him. Ran through the whole surrounding region and began to carry 
about on beds, those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he entered, into villages. Isn't that part of community? Into cities, all the countryside. They laid the sick where? <laughs> where did they lay them? They laid the sick in marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him, they were healed. In the name of Jesus, if your business is sick today, I pronounce resurrection power over that business. <laughs> Let the healing anointing flow towards your business. Resurrect him from the dead. Let the dry bones in the valley of dry bones come alive again. All shattered hopes, all shattered dreams. May God cause a turnaround in your business so that you can expand and enlarge your coast in the name of Jesus. When elders are operating properly in the marketplace, the sick in the marketplace will be healed. Number five. Repentance and revival will take place in the marketplace as the Lord Jesus prophesied when miracles take place there. When people begin to see miracles in the marketplace, they will be drawn towards you. When I was in active legal practice, I never had a single retainer from any company anywhere in the world. Never, never had a retainer. Because I don't know who will bring this case to me today and I don't know who is coming tomorrow. So, like I learned from the best, uh, the likes of Ghanifaimi will train me, the likes of Rochim Williams will train me. No retainer. But son, on Monday, every day, ask anyone who was part of that chambers. We start with tambourine. We begin to praise him. We begin to adore him. We begin to glorify him. We thank him. And then we open our door. The front is packed. They say, but boy, any juju cotton loose. No, the juju is praise. The juju is adoration. I told God one day, I said, you train the hands of David to war. Train my hands to law. But the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 8, we know that the law is good if a man uses it lawfully. I miss legal practice. God knows. Because if this were caught, my account has been credited before I speak. You don't understand. Hey, I just went from morning to evening. I really was blessed. I said, of any bala, Jesus loku. Listen to me. When elders begin to operate in the marketplace effectively, not just healing, repentance and revival will break forth in the marketplace. That's why Jesus said, Oh, Bethsaida, if the miracles that were performed in you were performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented a long time ago. Let there be revival in the marketplace. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let righteousness begin to invade the territory of the marketplace. Now listen to me. If we do not invade the marketplace, unless city elders position city saints, do you understand me? Evil men from the marketplace will invade the church. And there are many of them now. It's called in the name of God, PLC. Their God is their belly, their end is shame. They prophesy, they don't prophesy. 
I wish I have opportunity to gather all those pastors who have been prophesying what will happen after the election, before the election, and gather them and say, Oju teke o, oju ra, oju telepe, epe oja. I'm telling you the truth. God showed me. If Wadi would take part in this election, he will die. He will attend your funeral. <laughs> Except you go and repent. You understand me? Their, their, their God is their belly. They speak from their, from, from their gods because of material benefits. That they are suffering. They are... Let me hold it here. Ojo May God send righteous men into the marketplace to hoist the flag of Jesus upon the mountains of economy, the mountains of politics, the mountains of education, the mountains of medicine, all the mountains of of culture that influence people in the name of Jesus. It's for the foregoing reasons that godly men must replace evil men in the marketplace. Say that with me, godly men must replace evil men in the marketplace. Acts of the Apostles chapter 17. Acts of the Apostles chapter 17, beginning from verse 1. Now when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, coming from, I think, Antioch here, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them, and for three Sabbaths, reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, this Jesus whom I preach to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded, and a great multitude of the devout Greeks, and not a few of the leading women, joined Paul and Silas. But the Jews who were not persuaded... Becoming envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace and gathering a mob, set all the city in an uproar and attacked the house of Jesse. You understand me? You do not know that these market forces even pay prophets to prophesy. lie. I'm keeping quiet now. I will talk. They tried me too. Market, evil men from marketplace. So, Paul Chengier, in the same Acts 17, he took the gospel to the marketplace. Acts 17, let's read. He took it there. On daily basis, he began to reason with them in the marketplace. Letting them know if they can seek first the kingdom of God is righteousness. What they are looking for is not lost. Acts of the Apostle, chapter 17, verse 16. Acts of the Apostle, chapter 17, verse 16. Now while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked within him when he saw that the city was given over to what? Idols. Therefore, he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and with the Gentile worshippers, and where? And in the marketplace daily with those who happen to be there. Except we invade the marketplace 
Evil men from marketplace will invade the church. And guess what will happen? Then you begin to run the church according to marketing principles. Your drive will be advertisement. Because the customer will become king. And then the bottom line is profit. That's all. How many people are attending? What is in the bank account? What's offering for today? What's attendance? That will become our preoccupation. That's when the market forces have taken over the church. So he took the battle to the marketplace daily. We are sending you into every field of endeavor to go and shine the light of Christ and be a model and a standard bearer in the name of Jesus Christ. Paul did not stop there. Paul himself decided to take part in business. Too many idiots in the church who say they have full-time ministry. Full-time ministry. Paul said this, my hands are provided for my necessities. I've converted no man's gold, I've converted no man's silver, I've converted no man's apparel. And I'm in full-time ministry. Paul, who was not in full time, wrote two thirds of the Bible. We are yet to see, of the New Testament, we are yet to see what you've written. Jesus was a carpenter for 30 years before he stepped into ministry for three years. And then the whole thing had become McDonald's franchising, seven churches in one street, belonging to the same family. Banjo. They pack them together. It's all about money. Mammon replaced God and the church. I would take advantage of the gullible. No, not Paul. He went straight to join others. He had occupation, not just vocation. Acts of the Apostle, chapter 18. Acts of the Apostle, chapter 18. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently come from Italy, which is why Priscilla, because Claudius, had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome. And he came to them. So because he was of the same trade. Tell your neighbor, Paul had trade. Preaching is not trade. It's not occupation. It's vocation. Okay, I've lost you there. So because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked for by occupation. They were tent makers. They were into real estate. Do you understand? They were tent makers, building houses for people. By trade, by occupation. You are not really taking care of your man of God. The Lord said to me, if you will give 1,000, he will give you 10,000. Casino only. I'm not saying it's wrong to give to men of God, but show by the diligence of your hands. Joseph stood before his brothers when, he, when they landed in Egypt. He said, tomorrow I'm taking you to Pharaoh and he's going to ask you only one question. What is your occupation? 
He said, don't go tell lies when you stand before him. Tell him we are shepherds. And that day, he said, look among them, those who are really competent and make them chiefs over my herds. When they found Jonah sleeping in the boat, what did they ask him? What is your occupation? Ask your neighbor, what's your occupation? Parasite. What's your occupation? I am an applicant. It's not occupation. I arrived in Lagos. There was no job. I started washing clothes from house to house. It's Mrs. Agbelemogeba. She has stopped, asked me to stop embarrassing her. I washed clothes for her. When I saw her in Dubai recently, I said, my damn machine for sure. Price low change you. Do you understand this? Only if you am an applicant, show me where that is in the Bible. If you are not faithful, another man who will give you your own offer, call I'm going to have a breakthrough. We are chasing oil. You are chasing wind. <laughs> By occupation, he was a tent maker. Jesus was in the carpenter's shed for 18 years, from 812 till 30. When they saw him in Mark chapter 6, is this not the carpenter? What do people know you by? Church goer. Church attender. Attendee. Every time the church opens, you are there. Oh, Nisha. That's the truth. On Monday, you are there for prayer meeting. On Tuesday, you are there for women's meeting. On Wednesday, you are there for men's meeting. Though you are a woman, you are representing a man. You are standing in the gap. On Thursday, you are there for some... Oh, Nisheni. I think it was Pastor Ernest, I can't remember who, who brought a man to me and said, Sir, this man is so faithful and he cannot pay his rent. He's so faithful. He attends church every day. Then I opened my Bible and said, The Bible says a faithful man abounds in blessings. Where are your blessings? You are not faithful. Oh, yeah, I will give you money for transportation to go back to your village. Or tell me what work you want to do now. If anybody comes to sister, I lost my job. What were you looking for before it was lost? I can give you a catalog of all kinds of things I did to survive in Lagos. I didn't steal. Do you know I was a house help? Do you know I hid inside a dog cage anytime it rained because I had nowhere to lay my head? I took my wife to the spot at number 11 Noble Street. It's 11 again. Do you? I took her there before I proposed to her. I said, whenever I trained, this was where I was hiding under the, under the step here because they gave me veranda to be sleeping while I was washing clothes about. I brought one shilling, three pence to Lagos. I can say it. There's no one in this church or anywhere in the world that I've gone to privately. You know, I love what Scoofisi told her. This my hands are provided for my necessities and I will not stop. Let's finish this. You know we yummy community business taratara. Let down. There's too much laziness in the church. Wake up and smell the coffee. If a man shall not walk, let him not eat. One last thing. 
let those who are playing God in the marketplace know that church, I mean, God will not be replaced in the marketplace. Acts of the Apostles chapter 12. It was the people of Tyre and Sidon that came to Herod and he was speaking with great oration and they said, this is not the voice of a man. This is the voice of a God. And then just slapped him, he breadworms and died. All those who are playing God on the mountain of economy and mountain of politics, your days are numbered. In the name of, whether in Lagos or anywhere, whether in Augusta, anywhere, all of you playing God, your days are numbered. We are kicking these bastards out of the mountain. In the name of Jesus. Our mechanical be one near there's no antecedent. Taking advantage of the system, polluting the atmosphere. Brethren, we are going to operate as church in the community. We are going to operate as church in the city. And finally, we are operating as church in the clouds. Everywhere there is internet in the world. By live streaming, by television, by radio. The whole world has become our parish. That's why when we step to where we are going, we are now the Citadel Global Community Church. An offshoot of the Lottery Assembly. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Father, we thank you. Bless your holy name. We glorify you for this day. Thank you for what you are doing in our midst. Thank you for teaching us your word. Thank you for leading us in your way. Thank you, Father, because it has pleased you to raise the standard upon the mountain top, upon the mountain of religion, mountain of education, mountain of economy, mountain of all the mountains in the name, all the seven mountains. Lord, Babylon had been sitting upon the mountains. We kick him out in Nigeria today. Those who are drinking the blood of saints, we put a stop to their activities. Stop in all your maneuvers. In the name of Jesus, Nigeria will be saved. Nigeria will be changed. Nigeria will become great in my lifetime. In Jesus' mighty name, and the people said, Amen. Welcome to the now church. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. And if anyone asks you what's the title of today's message, it is the operational dynamics of the now church. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. I pray that the word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye Bye for for now. now.